The Bible says, Get wisdom, and with all thy gettings, get understanding. Welcome to Lenable Podcast. This is a place where everyday people study the Bible for themselves and transfer its treasures to the next generation. Damsel writes, hosts this podcast. She is a firm believer of digging deep into the Bible for yourself and transferring its treasures to children. She is also a lover of chocolate cake. <laughs> Let us pray. Lord, thank you for an opportunity to know you through your words. Speak to our hearts, we pray. Amen. Is there a couple you admire? The balance of their talent, teamwork, and togetherness. Today we will explore the journey of a power couple in the Bible. Their courage, bravery, and consistency. We will be looking at their lives across a few scriptures. Acts chapter 18 from verse 1 to verse 11 and from verse 18 to verse 28. We will also look at Romans chapter 16 from verse 3 to 5, 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 19, and 2 Timothy chapter 4. In this study, the tools we'll be using are the who, what, when, where, and how tool, the what does it mean tool, and the how does it apply to me today tool. So, let's dig in and turn in the Bible to Acts chapter 18. Acts 18 After these things, Paul departed from Athens and came to Corinth, and found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, lately come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because that Claudius had commanded all Jews to depart from Rome, and came unto them. And because he was of the same craft, he abode with them, and wrought. For by their occupation they were tent-makers. And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath, and persuaded the Jews and the Greeks. And when Silas and Timotheus were come from Macedonia, Paul was pressed in the spirit, and testified to the Jews that Jesus was Christ. And when they opposed themselves and blasphemed, he shook his raiment and said unto them, Your blood be upon your own heads. I am clean. From henceforth I will go unto the Gentiles. And he departed thence, and entered into a certain man's house named Justus, one that worshipped God, whose house joined hard to the synagogue. And Crispus, the chief ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord with all his house, and many of the Corinthians, hearing, believed and were baptized. Then spake the Lord to Paul in the night by a vision, Be not afraid, but speak, and hold not thy peace. For I am with thee, and no man shall set on thee to hurt thee, for I have much people in this city. And he continued there a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. And when Gallio was the deputy of Achaia, the Jews made insurrection with one accord against Paul, and brought him to the judgment seat, saying, This fellow persuadeth men to worship God contrary to the law. And when Paul was now about to open his mouth, Gallio said unto the Jews, If it were a matter of wrong or wicked lewdness, O ye Jews, reason would that I should bear with you. But if it be a question of words and names, and of your law, look ye to it, for I will be no judge of such matters. And he drave them from the judgment seat. Then all the Greeks took Sosthenes, the chief ruler of the synagogue, and beat him before the judgment seat, and Gallio cared for none of those things. 
And Paul, after this, tarried there yet a good while, and then took his leave of the brethren, and sailed thence into Syria, and with him Priscilla and Aquila, having shorn his head in Sancria, for he had a vow. And he came to Ephesus, and left them there. But he himself entered into the synagogue, and reasoned with the Jews. When they desired him to tarry longer time with them, he consented not, but bade them farewell, saying, I must by all means keep this feast that cometh in Jerusalem, but I will return again unto you, if God will. And he sailed from Ephesus. And when he had landed at Caesarea, and gone up and saluted the church, he went down to Antioch. And after he had spent some time there, he departed and went over all the country of Galatia and Phrygia in order, strengthening all the disciples. And a certain Jew named Apollos, born at Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in the Spirit, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom, when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them, and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly. And when he was disposed to pass into Achaia, the brethren wrote, exhorting the disciples to receive him, who, when he was come, helped them much which had believed through grace. For he mightily convinced the Jews, and that publicly, showing by the scriptures that Jesus was Christ. Using the wool, what, when, where, and how to. Priscilla and Aquilia had just relocated their family from Italy to Corinth because of Claudius, the emperor's persecution of Jews, and he had made an order that all Jews were to leave Rome. In this uncertain and perilous time, Priscilla and her husband Aquilia made their way to Corinth to start a new life. Priscilla was a tent maker. She walked alongside her husband. They both welcomed Paul, who had just left Athens, to stay at their home. They, Priscilla, Aquilia, and Paul, all worked together as tent makers. Priscilla and Aquilia sailed with Paul when he left Corinth for Syria. Paul left Priscilla and Aquilia in Ephesus. While in Ephesus, Priscilla and Aquilia heard Apollos speaking boldly in the synagogue and invited him to their home. Apollos' knowledge of the gospel was up to the baptism of John, but Priscilla and Aquila explained to him the way of God more adequately. They encouraged Apollos when he wanted to go to Acacia to spread the good news. Paul continually sends greetings to Priscilla and Aquila as co-workers in Christ Jesus. They risked their lives for Paul and the churches planted in the Gentile nations. Priscilla and Aquilia always seem to have their home as a location for church meeting. What does this passage mean? From this passage about Priscilla and Aquilia, what did it mean to them? Priscilla and her family just relocated to Corinth, so there must have been a lot of uncertainty and instability. They are now in a new location, Corinth, because of persecution. They stayed together as a couple to rebuild their livelihood. In those times when it was not common for women to do work that were not domestic, we see Priscilla a tent maker in her own rights, as they would have had to build their business afresh with new clientele and the credibility of their work. This couple, whose name 
are mostly mentioned together, met Paul, a fellow Jew, the tense maker and an apostle of the gospel, and they welcomed him into their home. They did not see Paul as a competitor in the tent making business, but rather these three people worked together making tents. Priscilla and her family were quite accommodating as they accommodated Paul in their home for at least a year and a half while Paul worked with them. But on the Sabbath, Paul preached the gospel to the Jews at the synagogue. Priscilla and Aquila again had to relocate as they traveled with Paul on his way to Syria to preach the gospel. Priscilla and Aquila faith work continued when they were in Ephesus. It did not fizzle out because Paul was elsewhere preaching. Wherever Priscilla and Aquila went, they went as a couple, hoping their home to the church. Being new in Ephesus, building their business again, did not hinder their hospitality to the church. When in Ephesus, they had the opportunity to meet Apollo. While Apollos was great at speaking and addressing people, what he knew was up to the baptism of John and he wasn't quite aware of other things about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Priscilla and Aquila affirmed what Apollos was preaching, but also guided him, making things more clearer to Apollos in order that he can preach the gospel more effectively. This they didn't do publicly, but privately in their own home. They knew their role in the body of Christ. They were not in competition with either Paul or Apollos, but would encourage all that belong to Christ Jesus, that the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ may be preached to the nations of the earth. Many years may have passed since Paul first met Priscilla and her husband Aquila, but though they were not always in the same location, Priscilla and Aquila have continued their journey of faith and service to the body of Christ in the capacity God had called them to. They were not in the limelight like Paul, but they have been faithful and consistent in serving the body of Christ. The consistency of their faith, we can see Paul always addressing and sending greetings to them. Using the tool, how does it apply to me today? We have met Priscilla and Aquilia, a Christian couple whose faith and work with God is consistent. I would say they are a power couple who has encouraged many in their Christian faith and work. Priscilla is one of the women in the New Testament. I have often wondered why her name was always written before her husband's name. Was it to shine a spotlight on her, a woman in a patriarchal world who owned her faith, who was killed as a tent maker, and her hospitality and encouragement of believers? All these were done by both Priscilla and Aquilia as a couple together. Priscilla showed an ownership of her own faith, decisions, and action. This power couple were courageous and hospitable in uncertain times and perilous times. They challenge us as believers today with courage and hospitality. In our world, as things are uncertain, the word hospitality is rare. Our faith in God should not depend on the presence or absence of any human being. If we are Christians in the north of the country and we had to relocate to the south of the country, would we still be Christians? When all around us is unfamiliar and it may seem that we are all alone, would we still walk our walk of faith? Would we own 
and walk our faith wherever we may find ourselves. We see Priscilla and Aquilia do this several times. Priscilla and Aquilia recognize the gift of Apollos. When they noticed Apollos needed some tutoring, they did not tutor Apollos right in the middle of his preaching in the synagogue, but rather brought him to their home and explained things to him. How do we as believers correct others? Is it publicly or privately? And what is our motive to correct? Is it to show off all that we know or is it to build up another believer? Correcting others should be done in a way that does not demean the person, but rather privately so that they are able to use and benefit from the correction. We may have different callings to serve in the body of Christ, but all are equally important and recognized. Therefore, we should be consistent in the calling of God in our lives. It may not look big or glamorous, but what is required of us is to do what we have been called to do. The interactions of Priscilla and Aquila with Paul, Apollos, and the different churches that met in their home reminds me of the parable of the talents in Matthew chapter 25 from verse 20 to verse 23. It reads, So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you have delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. The servant who was given two talents was rewarded as well as the servant who was given five talents. They were both rewarded for doing what they have been called to do. What has the Lord committed into your hand? Is it glamorous? Is it not glamorous? What has the Lord committed into my hands? Are we serving to the best of our ability? Throughout their ministry, this couple exemplifies kindness, hospitality, and hard work, no matter where God planted them. Priscilla and Aquila fed Rome after persecution of the Jewish people under the Emperor Claudius. They met Paul while carrying out their business of tent making. They opened their home to Paul and collaborated with Paul in the enterprise of tent making. This couple tutored the eloquent minister Apollos. They bravely stood by Paul and the early church at the time of great persecution. They encouraged others in their faith journey. Both of them owned their faith, their work, and their work with God. There's a lot said about setting goals as a couple. Hashtag couples go. Priscilla and Aquilia are a good example of a godly marriage. And the questions from this study are, will your faith be consistent at different times? Will you do what you have been called to do, even if it was not glamorous? Are you faith courageous and hospitable? These are the things on my heart as I complete this study on Priscilla and A. Aquilia. Stay blessed. Well, we hope you have enjoyed this episode. We would love for you to also dig deeper into your study of the Bible. So, we have put together a free Bible study guide 
which is tailored for everyday people just like you. To get a copy, all you have to do is go to damselwrites.simplymore.co.uk and that is damselwrites.simplymore.co.uk and download your own copy. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe, share with a friend, and remember to leave a rating. Five stars are our favorite type. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful day. And we'll see you in the next episode. Shalom.